Hello there, friend. Welcome back to the Cash Confidence Stylist Podcast. So before we get into this episode, I got a question for you. How often do you ask yourself, where the hell is my money going? Okay, look, a lot of us, that runs in a constant loop in our mind. And it's time to take your first step towards financial empowerment. So I wanted to give you a free resource that is going to help you do just that. I wanna give you Assess Your Situation, which is the first module in my course, as well as your guide to figuring out where the fuck your money is actually going. Sorry if you have kids in the car. So this is gonna be a free guide that I've created to help you break the loops, providing you with tools to assess your current financial situation. You don't even have to break out the calculator and to help you gain awareness about what you actually need to start making those money moves where it truly matters. So go ahead and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the show notes and snag it. The link is down there um, and enjoy this episode. Let me know how assessing your situation goes. Thanks friends. Welcome to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. Here, we dive into topics that reach far beyond the salon. I'm your host, Misty Jane. I'm a life and money coach for stylists who are obsessed with personal growth. I help you enhance your mindset around money, build a business that lights you up, and create a life of peace. Me and my guests are on a mission to normalize the wealthy stylist while creating a safe space to be perfectly imperfect. Wanna join me? then you're in the right place. Hello there, friends. Oh my goodness, I am so pumped to have this conversation today. So today I am interviewing a friend of mine, Chantel. She is laughing makes me cry on Instagram. And she recently went on a solo trip of a lifetime. She is a stylist behind the chair full time. And she took three weeks off to go on an 18 day trip to Europe. And I wanted to have her on because I wanted to talk about not just why she did it, but how she did it, how she did it financially, how she did it mentally, because taking that much time off of work can take a toll on, you know, your mind and your boundaries and all of the things. So I'm very excited to have this conversation because these are the kinds of things that I want for you when it comes to getting your financial shit together. Now, going out of town by yourself for three weeks isn't always something, one, that anyone even wants, two, that is possible, right? Maybe you're married, maybe you have kids, but the point is, is to have the freedom to chase the things that you want out of your life. So this is an amazing, amazing conversation about how you can get the things that you want out of your life when it comes to having boundaries and having your financial shit together. So I hope that you enjoy this one as much as I enjoyed chatting with Chantel about it. And I mean, really, it's just inspirational in general. Also, do not forget, hit up my link. It's got all of the things. If getting your financial shit together so that you can travel for three weeks and leave your work and leave your bills and come home without the stress, then I this is exactly why I want you to get your financial shit together, okay? Let's be real. So 
I'm going to leave my website link in the show notes. It has all the things. It has the waitlist for the group coaching. It has the Bye Bye Debt Blueprint. It has some freebies on there. All of the things that are going to get you started with getting your financial shit together. So go ahead and click that, check it out, and enjoy this podcast. Take it in, use it as inspiration, and do the damn thing, my friend. Chantel, hello. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm like super pumped for this conversation. Um, I'm not going to spill too much yet, but I think that um, this is going to be a really good one for stylists to hear because even taking like a little small vacation or time off in general is like very stress inducing for a lot of stylists. Um, And you just went on a two week European trip. I guess that's what you want to call it. We can talk a little bit more about that. (laughs) A live, laugh, love moment, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a portion. (laughs) So before we get into all of the details, um, who are you and what do you do, Chantel? I am Chantel Steinke. I am a hairstylist in North Idaho in Coeur d'Alene. I love to specialize in lived in looks for people to get the highest value out of their styles without having to come to the salon every four weeks. How often yeah, do you do. work in the salon? Um, I'm typically four days a week now. I decided to take an extra day off this summer. So, and I've just continued. Okay. That in. Yeah. Okay, great. I asked this because I feel like it's important to what we're about to talk about. Totally. So talk to me a little bit about the trip you just took, why you took it, where you went, all of the things. Okay. Um, so I've always wanted to see Greece. Like it's always been my number one. Um, and I have talked about it for years. I need to do this, yada, yada, yada. How we always like plan, 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 never do the thing. And I went through a really big breakup of an 18 year relationship last year. And it just sparked me to do the things I want to do and be quote unquote free. (laughs) Um, And yeah, so I just decided in February that I'm going to do a trip because why not? And I'm not getting younger. I'm in a place that I can do it. Um, so I decided I wanted to go to Greece, to Noxos, Greece. I heard about it on a show forever ago and I decided that was the place. Uh-huh. Um, and then I've always wanted to go to Paris and I decided on Copenhagen as a referral from a friend. So I went to those three places and uh, yeah, it was 18 days total and I was totally alone and I've never been out of the country on my own before. So it was pretty scary and like intimidating and very like question marks everywhere, but Mm -hmm. it ended up being unreal. It was amazing. So what was the fear that you had before you went? Like as you were planning, like what was kind of going through your head? Honestly, it was like, can I even do this on my own? Because I do travel throughout the U S alone for like retreats and classes and just little trips on my own. But something like going to Europe where no one speaks English, I'm thinking, you know what I mean? Like, I don't speak the language. I don't know the currency. I have to get international in between flights on my own. Like, I don't read these things. So, like, I was very doubtful of myself, I guess, that I could handle something all by myself. Yeah. And then what happened when you got there? When I got there, I'm like, oh, people speak English. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, things are translated into English. So that's good. Um, 
but it was just another place. You know what I mean? Like it was just another city that had Uber that I could get around that had technology. And it was like, right when I got there, it took a lot of the pressure off somehow. I don't know how to explain it, but I was just like, I was there. I get it. You know, um, on my way, you know, before I went to Italy, um, I very much was that way. Like I was like, I know nothing about Italy. I didn't realize how little I knew about Italy until I decided I was going to go, you know? And so like, of course I'm watching YouTube videos and I'm like reading blogs and I'm like, okay, like, you know, they don't wear athleisure wear. I need to dress up. They like, you know what I mean? Like all these like rules. And I didn't really know how we were going to get from like the airport to like our first hotel. And like, I was very much stressing. And then I got there and it was fine. And everyone speaks English. And if you don't know somebody, something you can ask them and they'll tell you. And like, everyone dresses the way everyone dresses here. Like you don't see a lot of leggings though. I will say that. No, no, they're Um, definitely more like put together, like in public. Yes. Agreed. Um, and yeah, and it's funny how we like, it's almost like weird, like limiting beliefs that we put on other places or like the unknown. Um, Mm. and then we get there and we're like, oh, we're all just fucking people. (laughs) Like I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) What was your favorite place that you went? Oh, I hate that question. Um, (laughs) it was also, I mean, you know what I mean? It was all so amazing. Um, and they were all so different. So mm. I feel like Paris was my favorite though. Like really? most time there. Cause I did my flight in and out of Paris. So it was a round trip through there. It was way easier and more cost-effective. Um, so I started five days there and then I ended two days there. So I, I loved it. It was amazing. It felt like a huge city it was bustling and going, there was tons to do, but it didn't like everything was really like low buildings and like the original buildings, there was no skyscrapers and all the things that make it like this intimidating, big, gross city. Right. So I just loved it. It was a cool vibe. Everyone was really neat. And yeah, I liked it a lot, but Greece was unreal. So, I mean, it's it's really hard. (laughs) I get that. If I had to answer, it'd be Paris, I guess. If if you're forcing me to answer. Yeah. Like final question, (laughs) like final answer. Yeah. (laughs) So, okay. So you're there, you're by yourself. You had to have like learned some shit about yourself on this trip. That's so funny. I was actually, uh, talking to my therapist, you know, like the sentence, um, I was waiting for like that moment of like clarity or this feeling to come over me of like this, Oh, this is the thing you've been looking for. But I think it was just being by myself was okay, which I already kind of knew, but I can do the hard things. Like, and it's not even hard. Like it's the limiting beliefs. Like you said, you know, I mean, is that a little bit of like, well, it's like your aha moment. Is that like, you don't necessarily need an aha moment? Maybe. Yeah. Like looking for that thing, you know, and it's like, has to be this movement or like the live, laugh, love or not live, laugh, love, but like the uh, eat, pray, pray love. love, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you need to meet some little guru under the, under the, totally. <laughs> yes. I'm like looking around. I'm like, no, they're all normal people too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like, I feel like I, so I've never done anything alone for that long. Right. And like, mm-hmm. even being alone, like in my home, I get bored. <laughs> 
I like don't know what to do with my hands. You know what I mean? Then I end up scrolling and like, that's like a whole issue in itself. So Mm. you're here 18 days, you're by yourself, you're seeing cool things. Was there any rules you gave yourself? Like, don't pick up your phone or like, don't like, is there anything like, I don't know, like mental health wise that you were like, when I'm here, I'm going to be sure to do X, Y, and Z. Or were you just like, I'm just going to go and see what happens? Honestly, it was a very unplanned thing. Like, and that's very different for me. And I think I did that intentionally. Like each day was very much on a whim. Um, mm-hmm. It was, I had no expectations out of anything because I had no idea of what to even expect. So I couldn't be like, oh, it's going to be like this thing. But right. when I'm eating out at home or like doing something at home alone in public, I try not to be on my phone just because I like to people watch. I like to take in the feeling around me. Um, and then also I didn't want to look like a tourist, like I was lost or something like that. You know what I mean? So I tried not to be on my phone a lot just so I could take in this experience that I was going through. Mm -hmm. And, but yeah, like, I mean, I posted a ton of stories. Like I took a ton of videos. Everybody's on their phones over there. You know, also, cause we're all people. Right. Um, I definitely wanted to capture moments and do those things, but I didn't find myself getting bored alone though. Like if I I wanted to go back to the hotel room and just like chill out and watch TV for a minute in the middle of the day and it was super hot. So it was nice to get in some AC, Mm -hmm. but I would just do it. And I felt bad about that in the beginning of like, I'm like, oh, I got to like cram it in. I have to have this experience. Like you can't Mm -hmm. be doing these things where because it's like the, what are people going to think? You're just sitting in your hotel room in Paris. What's wrong with you? Right. But I'm like, well, shoot, I'm here for this long. Like I want to have zero stress and just do whatever I want to do. So I, I gave up that. that guilty feeling after it took a few days because it's like, I want to pack it in, but that was part of it. Do you feel like now that you're home, you apply that a little bit more at home? At home, I'm very boring already. (laughs) So I definitely get into the, like the scrolling thing. Um, But yeah, I think it just gave me the ability just to be able to sit and not have to expect myself to do things. Yes. I love that. So I just got back Friday. So like it's Mm. been a couple, like what, four or five days since I've been back from Italy. And I noticed that like, since I've been home, it's very easy to like kind of pop back into old routines. Cause like mm-hmm. I came home and I'm like, I'm not going to pick up my phone anymore. I'm going to be present. I'm going to, you know, all of these things that when I was there that I really enjoyed, not just about what I did, but just the culture in general. Like I just noticed a lot of people were just sitting by themselves and mm-hmm. I mean, everyone smoked cigarettes, smoking a cigarette <laughs> and like, you know, it's insane. I was like, God, everyone here smokes. Totally. Did they get the memo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like everyone like there felt more present than like I feel personally here, mm. like at my home. And like then I come home and it's like very easy to forget that feeling, you know, it's like mm-hmm. kind of fascinating. Um, so I keep trying to like remind myself, like I think I just need to put pictures of Italy everywhere and just pretend right. that's still I am. You know? I think that's the biggest thing that I felt and noticed is just the I mean, I was on vacation. So, I mean, you're in a totally different mindset than like, right. You're not getting the work. Right. I felt less stress in the air, I guess. I felt less of like that. 
oh my God, I need to get to work. I need to get my kids to their 19 events. I need, you know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. very go, go, go here. Whereas over there, yeah, people are just sitting, you know, they're just yep. hanging out. They're enjoying their friend. They're enjoying their alone time, you know? Yes. I felt that. Cool. Yes. I felt that because it was like, you could just sit at a restaurant for five hours and they're not going to kick you out. Like here, totally. it's like, you got like an hour and a half. You better hurry up and eat. And give yeah, me my big I, tip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it, yeah, it was very, very interesting. Um, and I, it was the culture for me that like, I wanted to bring back home, you know, but it's hard because the culture involves all the people surrounding you and like, you know, totally. yep. only one person, you're only one person, you know? Right. Um, so, okay. So you went on this trip 18 days by yourself, all these amazing places. Um, how did you do it? Because you think I, I talk to so many stylists that if they're even remotely sick for a day, they feel as if they feel guilty, like they can't take off. Like talk to me a little bit about the process of like kind of preparing in the salon for this trip. And then of course, we're going to talk about the financial aspect too, but sure. I want to talk first kind of about just like, did you just mark off the days? Like, what did you do? Yeah. Did you work a little extra before, after? Like, talk to me about that whole process. Sure. So in at the end of February, I decided to do it. Um, I wrote out a little piece of paper that I kept on my fridge with like each week. So it was 27 weeks. Um, I decided that I decided how much money I would need to pay for the trip, uh, to not have to think about money when I was over there, just to totally do whatever I wanted. And then also how much money I would need for that three weeks being off work to pay for all my bills. Um, I think people forget that part. Right. So it's like, sure, you can pay for the trip, but then you're taking three weeks off of work. That's a most of a month. Yeah, You know what I mean? Because I took the day off and then a few days off before and after the trip so I could recoup. Right. Um, so yeah, three full weeks off. Um and I decided like $8,000 would be able to pay for that and then pay for all my bills at home. I have very minimal bills. I live on my own. I have no kids. I'm lucky in that regard that I can save a little more aggressively. Right. Um, so I'm like 300 bucks every Saturday. I'll put into a little jar and I'll have this amount. And I marked off each week. Um, and yeah, I just mentally, um, I like my time. I appreciate that I am the person who makes my job. Like I'm the most important part of my business because if I'm not good, if I'm not healthy mentally, physically, I can't give my clients what they need and then I don't get paid. So mm -hmm. I marked off the days. I decided these are the days I'm going to do it. And I just worked normal. Like I don't believe in cramming in more before or after because that's not taking time off. Like you're just now I'm stressed for seven days a week for 12 hours a day before and after my trip. Like, no, I am so <laughs> glad that that is your answer. Like <laughs> I never make up the days. Like I, I stopped doing that. I don't know. A couple of years ago, I think when I started with the whole, like the real idea of self-care, um, because you're right. Like, why are we going to like kill ourselves for two to three weeks before you're going to go somewhere and then kill yourself when you come back? Like, what is the point? Like, mm -hmm. uh, I love that. So, but preparing makes you able to do that. That's exactly the problem is a lot of us don't prepare and right. you know, we, we, if we even save for the trip, because a lot of times we're not even saving for the trip, we're putting the trip on a credit card. 
And then we're also not thinking about our bills. And then we right. come home and we're like, shit, oh, shit. how am yeah. I going to yeah. pay for this month and the trip that I just went on? And yep. it almost like makes the trip not feel good anymore. Right. And then during the trip, you're stressing about how much work you're going to have to do when you get home. You're checking your phone for clients. You're, you're not on a trip. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. like, I, I always put myself first. I try not to get sick. I mean, things happen occasionally, but like I take care of myself in my daily life by trying to get proper nutrition, like taking my vitamins, working out, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. I mean, I take care of myself so I can enjoy things and not have to work my butt off. (laughs) I love that. Did your clients give you any pushback when you were like, I'm not working for three weeks? No, not at all. Um, my whole career, I've been very open and honest with everything I'm doing with them. They're very much a part of my, you know, life. And I appreciate them for quote unquote, allowing me to take my trip. Um, I have a couple every three week clients and they're like, Oh my God, are you going to, I'm like, you're fine. (laughs) Right. Figure it out. Um, but yeah, they're all very supportive of me and I'm very, very grateful for all my clients. So. Did you have any clients texting you in that time you were gone about appointments? I had one at the end, but she totally forgot when I was getting home. So she thought I was home already, but yeah, no. I, I love gave that. Me space. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I think the fear behind it, right. Is that mm-hmm. like your clients are going to be upset. You're not going to make the money, like all of the things. And I feel like you covered all of that. Right. Like, and communication with your clients is huge. Totally. I mean, I just, I'm only one day a week now behind the chair, but like, I just, um, I only worked one day this month because of all the trips that I just had and my clients are fine. Like they, honestly, your clients don't actually even know your schedule. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. And if you, it's it, a long time, but that's, there's only a very rare amount of people that do every three week appointments. Right. So, I mean, if you schedule it properly, some people might have to come in a little early, a little late on their rotation, but like, And if you schedule something out far enough, then you know, you can do that. I can't take three weeks off with a month notice. You know what I mean? Like I planned that since February and I went in the beginning of September. So that's 27 weeks I gave myself, you know? Yeah, exactly. And you're warning them ahead of time. Totally. You know, Um, I absolutely love that. So did you have any kind of like financial, like mindset issues or like where was your mind when it came to like just stepping away for the three weeks and then, um, you know, making this trip happen in general? Um, I worked on my money mindset over the last few years, honestly. So I don't view money as like this looming bad guy. Yeah. Um, I, I joke about it with clients and a couple of friends. Like I view money as this little cartoon guy who like comes around and he's friends with everybody. And like, he is always there for us. And like, he needs the respect and he'll give it to us. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So I don't know. I just prepared myself and I view money as energy and I give energy to everybody and they give me theirs. So I I didn't have a weird thought about it. Good. Good. I love that. Well, I mean, I think of how many people are like, aren't living their lives because of their money mindset. Oh, hundred percent. And I wasn't always like this. It actually took the pandemic to be like, Oh, that's why people save money. Got it. Got yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. <laughs> I know the pandemic for me was like, Oh, we spend a lot on a bunch of crap because yeah. I lost my income and we're okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, like- I actually took your like really quick course 
-hmm. when you did it then. And then Lexi uh, Lomax helped me yep. create like a budget for when I got back. Um, and that's when I started being like, oh, it's this easy to save. Like if I would have been doing that since my twenties, shit. Yes. <laughs> like, dude. Well, and we overcomplicate it. Totally. You know? But you have to, you know, that's what I tell my clients is you take the amount that you need for whatever reason and divide it by how many months or weeks. Yeah. You reverse and engineer it and then it's easy. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's easy and it's yeah. not that difficult. And like, and even thinking about like, you know, I was $10,000. I always use that as an example, like $27 and 40 cents a day is $10,000 a year. So you want to go on a $10,000 vacation or yeah. need them a $5,000 vacation. And then your bills for a month are covered or whatever. Mm -hmm. You can literally put aside $27 and 40 cents a day. Yep. That's not that much. I mean, yep. especially with what we do, we pay that we spend that in lunch. Right. I actually just looked today because I'm going to do another trip next September. And I think I'll do a full three weeks, mm -hmm. um, over there. And I'm like, Ooh, if I start, cause I already started saving when I got, a, when I got back for next year. So I'm like, Ooh, that's going to be like $15,000 I get for next time. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So how <laughs> much do you have to save starting now? So it's still 300 bucks a week. Nice. So if I do, I did 52 weeks, so I'm a little short, but I'll make it up, you know, whatever. Right. But that's, yeah. what was it? 15,000 some odd dollars. So, yeah. I mean, so some, I'll just be like super fancy schmancy. I mean, <laughs> go for it. So, I mean, I mean, I feel like some people are going to listen to this and be like, oh my God, $15,000, right? Yeah, but you can save $15,000 for what? Paying off a car, paying a huge chunk into a down payment of a house. You know, I mean, you can't get anything for 15,000 anymore, but for a house, but yeah, you know, I don't, don't, don't live in that neighborhood, but <laughs> right, right. right. $15,000. And I looked at that this morning. I'm like, gross Chantel, like, <laughs> and it's that easy, you know, like, and then put that toward retirement, put that into one of your IRAs, put it into whatever, you know? Yeah. I love that. Well, I think that if we really sit down and see what we actually need for something too, is like, okay. So when I was in Italy, this is a perfect example. I haven't been to Italy, you know, I'm 38, you know, mm -hmm. in 38 years, because I just assumed that was going to be a horribly expensive luxury trip. Right. Mm -hmm. So I decided to go on this retreat, you know, I I'm starting to do the research. I'm still thinking the whole time. I'm still thinking like this, when I get there, it's the capital. Like it's going to be so expensive. Getting there was fairly expensive. I mean, the sure. flight wasn't the cheapest. Other than that, it was so and it was cheaper than where I live. Mm. Everything. And I was like, why did I, nobody told me it was going to be expensive, right? Like, right, right. There, but it's I think Italy, I, it's leather, it's, Italy. it's luxury, it's leather, totally. right. It's Which by the way, I got my husband a leather wallet for 25 US dollars. So, you know <laughs> right. what I mean? Like, <laughs> but exactly like, so I think a lot of times we have this idea in our mind that something is not within our reach or it's too expensive and we don't even research it. Like I never mm. researched it. Like I just no. assumed that it was going to be expensive. And then I get there and I'm like, holy shit, I think I spent more in Nashville in a weekend than I did in this entire week being here in Italy. Sure. Totally. It's crazy. Yeah. Why do I do that to ourselves? Right. I, th I don't know. Like, cause I'm, th I was just thinking, I'm like, why didn't me and my ex ever go? You know, and we were always like, oh, we're really bad with money. It's the mindset thing. It's like what you tell yourself, you know, it's like we can't afford two people, especially. I mean, that is double the cost. Mm -hmm. But like if you're both working, if you're both saving, if you're both, you know, 
It's yeah. very possible. And you it's can do so things possible. cheaper. Like I wanted to have a little bit of a nicer experience. I didn't go like crazy, but you know. Right. Yeah. I could have exactly. went to like a fancy best Western in France. I could have went to, you know what I mean? Like not have the tasting menu in Paris, but then like, that's what I went for was the experience. It was the food. It was the vibes, you know? Well, I love that you say that too, because I think that somebody that wants to go and have an experience somewhere, they do need to think about what kind of experience do they want to have, yeah. you know, like I was at a retreat. So I, ha- I was with a lot of people who, who like different things. Right. Mm. And like, it's interesting to see what like one person's trip to Italy is going to be very more, a lot more expensive than someone else's because of what they like to do. Like my husband and I, we like to go and wander and kind of find the off the beaten path things and like have a little bit of an adventure. Like I'm not Mm -hmm. hopping in Ubers. I'm walking 10 miles a day, like, you know, um, but then the other person, they want to just hop in an Uber and like go to have the fancier dinner or whatever. So I think that when you do want to have an experience, whether it's by yourself or with somebody, like you have to think about what is that going to look like? Yeah. You know, and like, what do you want it to look like? Because my experience might be completely different than what your experience is going to be. And that's okay. Totally. Yeah. You want to go stay in hostels? Fine. That could be really, that would be actually, I've never done that. I think that would be a really cool experience to like meet different kinds of people. Um, But yeah, there's a million different ways to do, to do this. Right. Yeah, totally. And I, like I said before, like I had no plan. Like the only plans I had was my flights in between countries and the hotels when I got there. Yeah. I knew I wanted to do touristy things. And honestly, like the touristy stuff was probably a quarter of my budget that I ended up spending. Like those ended up getting kind of pricey, like the museums, the Eiffel Tower, the tours, you know, all the things like that. But that's what I wanted. I wanted to be a cheesy tourist. I wanted to wander. I wanted to eat the foods that the people ate, you know, like it was cool. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I think that what you did was like so inspirational. Like I really, I'm glad that you like were willing to come and chat about it on here because for numerous reasons, traveling alone can be super scary, especially as a woman. Sure. Did you ever feel unsafe at any point? No, there was not one second where I felt like I needed to watch my back. Like, obviously you need to be, you know, looking around you're in big cities, like you're in public as a female, like anywhere in the world, like, right. I felt safe. Like it was great. And I was in Paris. I was in Copenhagen, Athens, uh, Amsterdam and a little Noxos Island in Greece. So, oh yeah. So you did go quite a few places. Yeah. 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 No, I love that. I think, I think it takes guts, bravery, and planning. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Okay. So the stylist that is listening to this and they've always wanted to go these places, right? But they're scared. They're scared to leave their clients. They're scared to take the time off. They're scared financially. What are you going to say to them? Um, you are the most important person in your life and you're not getting any younger. The world's not getting any better. Uh, so you have to do the things you want to do. And if you just break it down and make it easy to digest, then it's easy. You just have to believe that you are capable and that you deserve to do the things you want to do. Mm, okay. 
And now I was going to end it, but I need, now we need to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) The deserving part that has come up a lot lately in conversations. Um, Have you always felt like you deserve to be able to do things like this? Not necessarily. Um, I used to feel like I was selfish or like, I, you know, like, why do you deserve to do that? What task or thing have you done big to make people understand that, you know, you quote unquote deserve this thing, but I deserve it because I work hard. I'm a good person. I deserve an experience in my life. Like we all have to have a life that we can be happy with and big changes sometimes shake you to make you do that, but it shouldn't have to take a change. It should just be, you just have to do the things. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Oh, Chantel, I just love you to death. Uh-oh, I'm sad I haven't gotten to see you this year, but that's- I know, incredible. it's been a minute. Well, yeah, we'll have to change that next year, hopefully. Yeah. Um. Thank you for sharing your journey. I yeah. believe you, do you have stuff on your Instagram of pictures and reels? I'm sure you do, right? I have, mm, I don't actually, it's terrible. I did all the stories live. Um, oh, so there's no proof that you went on this epic adventure. I know, right? There's- <laughs> There's the outfit reel because I did a capsule wardrobe. So I brought 14 pieces of clothes. Um, so I Oh my God. I, I was day. only in Italy for nine days and my goal was to do carry on and I couldn't do it. I could I not did the do the whole it. thing in carry on. Was it all? Okay. Let's talk about this for a second. <laughs> <laughs> did you, what it, so capsule was everything matched? Yeah. So I did denim, um, black, white, and like a beige, like a tannish color. So everything mixed and matched together. Um, there was five bottoms, five tops, three layering pieces and two pairs of shoes and then a shitload of underwear. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Because for some, what is our deal? It's a woman thing, right? Where we're just like, I'm going to shit my pants three times a day. <laughs> so let me go ahead and bring all the underwear. I yeah. do not get it. <laughs> and I had the hotel in Copenhagen. It was right in the middle of the trip. Do a load of wash for me. Okay. See, that's, so. that's good to know too. Yeah. yeah. I, ne- when I go back, I, cause I will be going back next year. I'm like making totally. it. Um, I will bring a carry on. Yeah. It was so much easier, especially going in between countries. Like I didn't want to risk my bag getting like misplaced yeah. or slow or anything like that. I mean, I brought so much shit that I didn't wear. And that's usually what I do. So I'm like, you can do this, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And At home, I wear like five from... things. Like right. I know. <laughs> and it kept me from shopping too. Like I easily could have doubled that budget. You know what I mean? If right. I wanted to, but yeah. So I, I didn't, that. I bought one little weird souvenir and that's it. I love that. I so. love that. Um, Chantel, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. A great great little idea. I'm glad I got to chat with you. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm excited to see, um, your next journey. Where are you going to go on your next one? Italy. Um, I might do Italy. I feel like I was saying to you, I feel like that could be its own thing. Yeah. I think I want to do like Germany, Norway, and maybe Spain. Ooh, yes. I love that. I love that. So if anyone wants to follow along on your journey, they can find you on Instagram at laughing makes me cry, Yes, (laughs) which is my favorite Instagram handle. So the first, I want to tell a little story. First time I've met Chantel, or I don't know, maybe the third time in person, I'm like, what, what does your Instagram handle mean? Mean she legit when she laughs laughs hard cries, like 
like tears <laughs> crying like you would think like something like her pet died and now I get it <laughs> yes it's terrible when you're done with that episode especially like if you're in public and someone walks in and you're like wiping your tears they're like oh my god are you okay I'm like yeah I was just laughing <laughs> yeah <laughs> I love it well, thank you again. Um, hopefully people will follow along because again, I just think you're very inspiring for numerous reasons and I appreciate you sharing your your journey. <laughs> thank you so much. That's you awesome. are welcome. And you're welcome back anytime because I'll probably ask you to come back on after your next journey. <laughs> so. I like it, I like it. <laughs> Once again, thank you for listening to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. I appreciate each and every one of my listeners more than you know. If you like what you hear, please screenshot this episode, share it with a friend, share it on social media, and don't forget to tag me, Misty Jane, and the podcast at Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. You can even take it a step further and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Talk with you on the next one.